Holy moly. I don't know about you, or it may just be my virile masculine energy just emanating and oozing from my pores every single second of the day, but all of the electronics around me have been effing up, and it has been relentless. Computer mice don't work. Car doesn't work. Uh, Wi-Fi constantly goes out day in and day out. Uh, just, just name something involving electronics, and it is just constantly malfunctioning around me. I don't know what it is, but I can promise you that Chris Michaels has had enough so let's hope this is all over with i don't know if my mouse will work but we are going to press on i don't know if you saw all of these people uh recently on all across social media these douches that have decided to use the apple vision pro and it looks like big old goggles on your face and these people are trying to interact in reality with said goggles an augmented reality-style goggle on their face. So they're sitting around, they're trying to walk in the crosswalks, but then they stop in the middle of the crosswalks. They're standing up on the side of of uh, basketball games, and they're just trying to pay attention, but they can't because they've got these stupid $4,000 mixed-reality headsets on their face. So this is just another step towards this dystopian society where everything and everybody is constantly hooked up to the interwebs. And I hope it doesn't go far. I hope it goes the same direction as Google Glass, which was just roughly about the same thing. And, uh, well, to be completely honest with you, I do not want this kind of society. I just couldn't care less about it. And I hope it goes away because we this is the last thing we need. We've got enough people paying attention to their phones and social media and computers like me. Uh, so we don't need more of this. We need more of nature. We need more people going out and learning things firsthand. Reading a book. How about that? Isn't that something? Like I, me personally, I do not like reading online as much as I do like reading a book, mainly because I am a tactile person. I like touching things. I like something in my fingers, specifically books and pens. I usually highlight everything I, I buy, which is, you know, it's good and bad. But that's what I'm talking about. We need to get back to reality. We need to have that kind of tactile experience with one another again. Ah, but if the Biden administration has anything to say about it, and this is according to Representative Jim Jordan, which he put out um, a, a bunch of th a thread today, actually, about how the, the Biden White House decided that, oh, we must be on message with everything regarding vaccines and mandates and everything else. So we need to go after none other than Amazon to get Amazon to remove books from its marketplace because they run counter to the vaccine is safe narrative. So that is a doozy. Okay, so all of the leftists out there that truly believe that Donald Trump is a racist, Donald Trump is a fascist, he's the next Hitler, not even the next, he is Hitler. So we need to stop this right now. The last time we were in such dire straits was during the 1930s when he was rising to power. The next thing you know, he's going to round up gay people, round up trans people, round up brown people, People, throw them all into concentration camps, kill every single one of them. Millions upon millions of people just dead if Donald Trump becomes president. Well, here we go. 
here we go. Did Donald Trump try to remove books from anywhere? No. Uh, there may be some Trump supporters that are trying to remove borderline pedophilic books from elementary schools, middle schools, and high schools, rightfully so, in my humble opinion. But now we have Jim Jordan bringing the receipts. So he has released emails. And in one email, there is from an Amazon employee, is the Biden admin asking us to remove books? Why? Yes, they are. The person in charge of this on the White House side was a guy by the name of Andy Slavitt. So if you don't remember him, he's the one that was in charge of censoring all of social media. So like Facebook, uh, going after people that posted memes, despite the fact that those memes were truthful. Uh, didn't matter if it ran counter to the Biden administration and Dr. Fauci. You were silenced, censored, and removed from social media. And then on March 22nd of 2021, Slavif, Slavit, fired off an email demanding to know who he and his White House colleagues could talk to at Amazon about the quote-unquote high levels of propaganda and misinformation and disinformation of Amazon. Oh, yes, that's right. It couldn't be the White House engaging in propaganda, misinformation, and disinformation with their vaccine mandates. No, it couldn't be that. It, could, it has to be from people using Amazon's marketplace. Those are the scourges of society, and those people need to be stopped more than anybody else. That's what really needs to be happened. Uh, so initially, Amazon, according to Mr. Jordan, decided to hold off on doing a manual intervention to censor books. Why? Not out of any commitment to free speech, but because doing so would be too visible to the American public and likely to spur criticism. That's right. All of these companies, they don't care about the Bill of Rights. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about your free speech. What they do care about is their own reputation. What they do care about is being told what to do with a Biden administration at the helm. That's what they care about. It wasn't about, oh, you know, books being banned. That's a bad thing. We shouldn't have that. We live in a society with free speech and a constant exchange of ideas, no matter how ridiculous they are. And in one form or another, you either may be convinced, you may be so-so convinced, or it reinforces your own position to go against people with opinions that you don't necessarily like, as long as you hear the evidence and come up with a logical argument, which many leftists cannot do. Uh, so this is what we're talking about. Amazon, an enormous company like Amazon, that's what's going on here. That's how disturbing this has become. And during COVID, with all the mandates and everything else, what did we see? We saw a centralization. We saw all of these small businesses go out of business, and we saw major, major stores like Target and Walmart and liquor stores for some reason. Those and Amazon, those were all allowed to remain open despite COVID running rampant across the globe. Those stores, those companies, they're all allowed to remain open. Why? It was a consolidation of power and business and money. They want you shopping from one to ten different outlets. Why? So that they can control what you consume, both removing certain products from what you can buy or shoving those products down your throat. So then... Amazon documents reveal Amazon's top talking points going into the meeting. One of the key questions was whether the Biden admin wanted books banned or just buried deep within the search results. 
So what else happened? Ultimately, this is what we're seeing now. What is a not direct banning, right? But it is more along the lines of a shadow banning, right? It's a shadow banning. It's a do not promote for books that express the view that were vaccine that vaccines were not effective. So in other words, they didn't necessarily just remove the books. They just reduced the visibility to the point where nobody could find the books that had any sort of contradicting evidence to whatever Dr. Fauci wanted to see or wanted you to see in, in, uh, in, in better terms. So when people say, oh, it's a fascist, Trump is a fat, no, no, no. He's not the fascist. What his administration was, it ain't fascism. What you're seeing now is fascism, if not Bolshevism. I don't necessarily say communist. Bolshevism is probably a more accurate term. And I'll go through that in a, in a future podcast. But that's what we're seeing here. That's what we're seeing here. We're seeing propaganda constantly. We're seeing a united front between the warmongers and the World Economic Forum types, the Biden administration, Democrats, rollover Republicans like Mitch McConnell and his stupid wife and his idiotic kids. That story came out today, too, about his stupid kids. So what are we seeing here? We're seeing a united front, a fascistic front here that enables the powers that be to coordinate their efforts across all mediums. That's, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. And miraculously, as Trump is leading in the polls, and it's even being admitted on mainstream media that Trump is ahead of Biden by a significant amount. Far outside the margin of error, by the way. Wall Street Journal comes out to, uh, a couple of days ago, I believe, and says, well, could a rogue billionaire make a nuclear weapon? Oh, now we've got James Bond-style villains just lurking in the background, using their ill-begotten funds to create nuclear weapons. And this research was done by DARPA. So, I mean, think about this. It was a secretive Pentagon-funded study according to the article, about how rogue nuclear entrepreneurs more than five years ago would be doing this. Ultimately, they found out that uh, over the course of their studies, which was concluded back in 2013, 11 years ago. So why are we, why are we hearing about this now? If this was completed in 2013, why all of a sudden in the 2024 election cycle when we have Donald Trump running for president, beating everybody in, out of his way, why now are we talking about rogue billionaires that are creating their own nuclear devices, especially when we have that rogue special counsel, Jack Smith, searching Mar-a-Lago for nuclear secrets, for the gold codes, which I brought up. Basically, what the gold codes were or are, it is the secret, super secret codes that allow the president to launch a nuclear attack. And so supposedly, according to the Democrats, Donald Trump took those codes. Now, if he did, then I would sincerely suspect that Donald Trump has prevented a nuclear war. 
Good for him if they're correct about this. But once again, the question remains, why is the Wall Street Journal running this story about a document about a study that DARPA completed in 2013, 11 years ago? All these nuclear talks and nuclear rhetoric formulating around Donald Trump. Well, this is what they found out. It would take about a billion dollars, billion with a B, and about five years to have this entrepreneur starting to create and build and sell nuclear weapons. Well, I mean, think about this timeline. Trump has been president back in 2000. Uh, 16, 17, all throughout 2020. That's four years. And then we've four years of Biden. So that's Trump has been out of office and has had his dirty fingers all over nuclear secrets for at least eight years. So I mean, uh, and we know he's a billionaire. So this could completely be within the realm of possibility. And the report Read like background notes for an airport thriller. A Bond villain-like corporation would set up shop as a legitimate business managing a series of nominally independent subsidiaries responsible for different parts of weapons productions in locations all throughout the world. Our company, for example, says the study, would be responsible for designing the centrifuges. Another would produce highly enriched uranium. A third would produce the chemical processing. A company could even work directly with a rogue nuclear power like North Korea or Iran. My goodness, it's almost as if they have studied a real-life scenario. Hello, Uranium One and the Clintons. Working with Russia and selling it to Russia. Couldn't that be the real-life scenario? But in the classic case of inversion, we know that these Democrats are all about accusing Trump of the same crimes that they have committed or about to commit or will commit currently. Watch this story gain legs, especially since we now know that there's a secret room at Mar-a-Lago that supposedly special counsel Jack Smith missed. Ooh, that could be dangerous. That could be dangerous. Because then... Then we know for a fact that Donald Trump could be ha creating all of these subsidiaries to find these different technologies and then sell them to the highest bidder. Yes, of course, that must be it. That's exactly what Trump must be doing. There's no other way to look at it. If, if, watch out for those stories. Watch out for those stories because it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Uh, and especially, like I said, Wall Street Journal coming out and reporting right now in this election year on a story that was completed back in 2013. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Unless they're trying to create the the idea that you should be watching out, watching out for this. And this will be something that you need to have in your mind, in your subconscious, so that you can make the connections between rogue nuclear actors and Donald Trump. Watch out for that psychological operation. So the other bit of this is how are they going to do something like this? How are they going to create this kind of discord? Well, you're going to see it now with this supposed Senate bill 
They This bill, you, you'll love it. The bill would allow 1.5 million illegals per year. It's actually 1.825 million uh, illegals per year if they're letting in 5,000 people a day, assuming that they will have 5,000 people per day, seven days a week for 365 days a year, uh, excluding a leap year, that number may jump. So in this, in this Senate deal, now it's supposedly DOA, dead on arrival, but you never know. What they intend to do, they're going to give $2.3 billion to the non-governmental organizations that are trafficking the illegals. And they're also going to give $60 billion to the Ukraine, $14.1 billion to Israel. And does this ever end? Are they ever going to start giving money back to the taxpayers? No, they aren't. Now, here's the real tragedy with all of this, is that what you're seeing is that Republicans are more than happy to negotiate on a 5,000-person-per-day immigration stance. That's what the real tragedy is here. There's no way that somebody should be looking at this and saying, you know what, 5,000 people a day, it's not too bad. It is not too bad. Because we can handle something like that. Of course we can. Of course we can handle something like this. It's not too bad. It's only uh, 1.8 million people per year. Uh, it's only, you know, on and on the rhetoric can go. And that's the real tragedy behind all of this, right? Because we're not getting any money back. Of course not. You're not seeing the prices at the pump be the same cost as it was under Donald Trump, are you? No, of course not. You're not doing any of that. None of it. The reason why they're trying to do this, especially with the immigration problem, is that it alters how many people each state gets in the House of Representatives because those censuses, sensi, censuses, I don't know, when they take a census... It doesn't matter whether you're a citizen or not. It's based upon what those actual numbers are. This also alters the Electoral College. And the Electoral College, as we all know, determines who's going to be president, not the popular vote. And so even Elon Musk can see the writing on the wall. He says this was always the plan. Get as many illegals in this country as possible. Number two, legalize them to create a permanent majority, a one-party state. One-party state. So that it is always with the Democrat um, rhetoric. It's always with the Democrat narrative. It's always with the Democrat Party. And we know that the Democrat Party is completely compromised. They don't want to see this country remain what it is. They want to break this country apart. That's what they're really trying to get at here. That's what they're trying to get out here. Now, Massachusetts is taking it one step further. They are reducing the amount of requirements, education requirements, for people that will be employed by the state. Now, why would they do that? Oh, I don't know. Could it be that, Demo uh, that Democrats run Massachusetts? Could it be that Boston is a sanctuary city? People think, oh, well, it's going to be a great idea 
because we can hire people based upon experience, not necessarily educational requirements, and it would be great since we can have all of these people that joined the military right after high school to be gainfully employed by everybody uh, on our side. It's going to be fantastic. But here's the other problem with this, because that's what you have to look at. It is this. Boston is a sanctuary city. Massachusetts might as well be a sanctuary state. What are they going to do? They're going to do the same thing that New York City and the governor of New York is trying to do, and that is hire all of these illegals. That way, they get into the tax bracket. They don't need to be citizens. They just want them in the tax bracket. And they're going to steal jobs away from Americans. That's how tragic this is. They want the votes. All the current minorities in this country ain't cutting it. They want the minorities that have just streamed across the border over the past four years. Those are the voters they want. They don't care about African-American votes anymore. They want everybody else. So we are on the cusp of something that is extremely disturbing, and we need to come to grips with this situation about how dire it is. Because in 2024, in this presidential election cycle, you thought the cheating was bad in 2020 or 22. Just you wait until what goes on this time. And it ain't going to be pretty. Okay, that's it for me. I will be back tomorrow, as always. It's Chris Michaels, Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Hopefully, I will not have to worry about electrical equipment going haywire. I mean, I've been even dealing with it now as I speak. I've been trying to improv for the last couple of minutes. So I will be back as always. Like me, find me, share me. Last Call Caravan on your social media platform. Last Call with Chris Michaels. Everywhere else. And as always, be in store. You will be. I will have in store for you. Gosh, I can't even get the words out. Another three to four podcasts for the remaining part of the week.